The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock podcast. This is the match preview of Leicester City versus Leeds United. My name is Adonis. You know me as the Adelites on Twitter. It's a very good hello from me. And joining us for this match preview is our chairman of the board, Wiggy. Good evening. (laughs) And the stranger in our midst, Neil from Beyond the 90, the Leicester City. How do you say? Fan channel podcast? Uh, we're just beyond the less beyond the nine. I can't even pronounce properly. Beyond the ninety LCFC. So we just a few fans talking about football on Leicester's end. So kind of similar thing to what you guys do on their end. But yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a it's a pleasure, Neil. Um, so last time we had you on, um, you were telling us about how uh, you weren't sure if Vardy was going to play. You, you you had basically nobody at the back. You told me that um, Wes Morgan was going to be playing with his crutches and uh, it didn't make uh, the slightest bit of difference because you you won 4-1 you bastards <laughs> yeah um i wasn't confident going into that match to be honest and i remember quote on quote from yours was it's Premier league's a piece, piece of piss isn't it and i think <laughs> <laughs> So it, we were feeling very different coming into this match. We actually, yeah, we were really confident about it. Um, I was a bit scared of Leeds, but obviously the way your your foreman um, has been, I think even against the the Newcastle match, which I don't want to mention too much because I've seen how much that that can be a trigger for you, for Redonis especially. So, but yeah, it's been it's been anything but at the moment. We had a lot of injuries at the time. Pretty much half the first team were out with some kind of. Mm awful injury um but they've all recovered now which you'll be really glad to hear because literally about this from the, for the preview we did last time it was the completely the opposite mm. Wiggy? Uh, what but, were your thoughts on that uh, on, game? on the uh, well i think leicester definitely deserved to win i think uh going mm. into it we all had uh high expectations of a great game and i thought leeds would hopefully give them a game and it just didn't turn out that way i think um leicester's game planning that was exactly what I would have expected, which was them to run and run and run at us, and they did, mm. uh, and and they kept us wide open. And uh, and I think the um, the saving grace for Sunday is that Vardy is injured. And, uh, yes. and so that gives me half a chance that we might get something from it. That's uh, that's my I'd also like of, to... uh, of Sunday. <laughs> I'd like to disagree with you there, Neil, because... Uh, in in the, the the match preview of the last game, we were scared shitless of Leicester because all the teams who sit back and defend and hit us on the counter, uh, they're the ones that give us the most trouble. And I, I honestly, I I I was not. I never do these predictions. Um, Alex did it last time and he predicted two one. But we're on a really good run of form. I think we just beaten Villa three nil. Mm-hmm. Um, away and and they were flying. They they'd beaten Liverpool seven two, um, just previously. So, uh, and you predicted one all. Um, I was very scared going into that game, and all of my fears came to fruition, as you fucking dicked us. <laughs> we, 
We only the whole reason why they played well was just to piss you off. You do know that. That's mm. the entire reason why. But yeah, it was it was a good performance from us again. But just the way that you guys press and the intensity was it was such a hard match to cling on. And yes, we do counter-attack, and it's something that obviously we're known for in 2016 when we won the league, which I think we talked about last time was still for Leicester fans is like unbelievable. Um but we've changed our formation, we've changed the way we play, but against Leeds, I mean uh, from from what we've seen recently as well, it's kind of you don't really have a plan B. So if it's not working, do it again, but do it better. And we can absorb that pressure. So of recent, if you look at Everton, for example, we were smashing them in possession. They sat, they, surprisingly, they sat back and were trying to hit us on the counter. And we ended up with a 1-1 draw because they, Everton are a really good team. Um, but yeah, so we have changed the way we play. However, I think in, in future... In this game, you're going to see that, but we, I've not seen it in a long time from Leicester, the counter-attacking football. I think it might have been last year even, I think like December time against Man United. It's one of them. I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of fans are the same across the football uh, league and the Premier League. Is that You've just got a real soft spot for Leicester in the way they, they go about the game and they, they're they really well organised and they've got a fantastic manager and a great structure. And, you know, only recently, uh, our chairman actually this week was like, we're trying to emulate what Leicester have done. And you can completely see why. Like, it's mm. a formula for success that um, is working for you. And it, it, it's great to see uh, a new team up there fighting with the top six. I think it's great. Since that game, then where you won 4-1. You've been doing all right, haven't you? You're third in the league now, I've seen. Um, you're, is it three points off the top? Does that mean if you if you win, if you beat us and results go our way, you could be top of the league? It means we could be ahead of scum and that's what you guys want, to be honest. So it's going to be a double-edged sword. <laughs> well, that'll be the consolation and that I will take when we, when we get um, fucked on Sunday <laughs> by you. Do you think that's what's happening, Donny? Do you think we're going to get fucked on Sunday? By Leicester in yeah. the in the in the game, yeah. yes, I that's I don't make predictions, but I'm very very scared. We haven't played well in 2021. Um, in fact, it's been it's been a long time since I felt like we 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 had a great game um, of, of football. It yeah, it was we... probably before Chelsea. It was probably Everton, Everton away. I thought we played a very difficult um, to beat side. And we played them at their ground and we did really well. Um, and then since then, we've lost to Chelsea, West Ham, Newcastle, Scum. And we, we've beaten a few teams that, we, don't get me wrong, we played well against Newcastle, beaten 5-2. We played well against West Brom, beaten 5-0. But Newcastle and West Brom are not very good, to say the least. So, yeah, I'm a bit worried. Yeah, I think it's a concern, isn't it? We've not played well, as you say, for for a while. And I think on um, uh, against Newcastle the other day, we showed a different side in terms of grinding it out and getting a result mm. when we needed to. We had to beat mm. Newcastle. Or, you know, they're the teams you want to beat and we need to beat in this, in this season to make sure that we stay up and, and we're in the Premier League next year. And I think... Um, Leicester is a, a is a concern for me as well. I think um, they're a great team, as I've said. I've got loads of respect for them, but 
we've got to, one of these games, turn it round and get back to the way we were playing. So why not against Leicester on Sunday? Um, mm. Hopefully the lads will be up for it and uh, and it'll be a real open game. And, and if we can get into it quickly and early, then you've got to hope that we can uh, we can hit the ground running. Is that where you're looking? Are you looking down rather than up at the moment? Because I know you're not on a bad run of form, but it's surprising that you're mentioning relegation at the moment. We've got four games that we need to win. Um, and we play four teams that are below us, I think, or that are, that are, are winnable that we, need to, that we need to beat. So I think we play Sheffield United. I think we play West Brom. I think we have to play Fulham again. Yep. And there's another one. <laughs> Burnley again. Yeah, Burnley, there you go. So they're the four games that are winnable. In April, I think we've got, I think it's a nightmare run. I think we play we play the Scum, we play Chelsea, we play City, something like that. It's all, all in all in the space of a, a few weeks. So so we've we've got very difficult teams coming up and we are not playing well. I know that Wiggy has said we ground out a result at St. James's Park. I don't think we did. I I think we got extremely lucky. I think if there was if they could have shot on target Oh, we'd be in trouble. They had twenty-two shots, and they were running through our midfield like it wasn't there. So, but but I think I think and we're definitely not here to rerun on the Newcastle game. But I think the chances no. they did have the that we created at Fulham by us being sloppy. Um, mm. I think in answer to your question, Neil, no, I'm not looking at relegation. I think I'm definitely looking up. But I think being realistic. Where we are now is where we will be happy to to end up. I definitely mm. do not think we will get relegated. There is too many teams in this league that are dross and are definitely dropping out of the league. We're not one of them. Um, but I think, uh, to Donny's point, you've got to be realistic. We've got a tough set of games coming up. Um, you know, you, Le- uh, Everton, uh, the, the one after. And, and it's going to be tough the next few weeks. And I think... You look at it and you say, "I take you know four points or six points or like you've got to be realistic." And uh, and I'm realistic about Sunday that I, I'd take a point all day long if someone offered me it now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've got so coming up, we've got Leicester, we've got Everton, we got Palace. So uh, you guys beat us four one. Palace beat us four one. Everton have turned their form around and are flying now. Arsenal turned their form around and are flying now. Um, Wolves always difficult. Villa, we caught them on a bad day. I think if we catch them on a good day, like the day they beat Liverpool seven two, I think we'll be in trouble. West Ham looking great as well. Suchek and um, and uh, Antonio are on form for them. Chelsea absolutely dicked us, um, and I, I I don't see that changing. Fulham, we we only beat Fulham four three, um, so we, we were all over them. Then we let them back into it with the kind of form that we've been showing in, in recent weeks, Sheffield United have just beaten, beaten scum man city. Again, they had a 20, the first 20 minutes of that game, they could have been five nil up if they'd have taken the chances. Liverpool, um, scum, uh, Brighton beat us and looked good doing it. Um, Spurs, you know, so, and then it's Burnley, Southampton, West Brom. So we finished the season with three, arguably winnable games. And I think we've probably already done enough, but I look at those fixtures and if we can't find the kind of form that we had at the start of the season, then I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really worried. So that was, 
the very long road <laughs> to answering Neil's uh, arguably simple question. Um, so, Neil, a uh, question for you then. How is uh, how's Leicester going? How have you been going since we played you? And uh, are you title contenders? It, it's it's a weird one because... I don't want to say we are because, but at the same time, we've we've been there in 2016, so anything is not going to be as ridiculous what happened in 2016. So there's this kind of juxtaposition that I'm playing myself in because we don't we want to go under the radar. We 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 were in a similar position this time last year where we were towards the top of the table, and then because we had a young squad that wasn't really firing, we all and certain players got injured, and the manager didn't get his tactics right. A little bit of everything. We just we just went straight down and we didn't go we were 13 points clear of Chelsea and then by the end of it I think we ended up in fifth position and it came down to the last day against Man United so it is what it is um we were we were quite it was probably better for us to be in the Europa League anyway because I mean being in tier four of the Champions League we would have got torn apart to be honest with the teams would have got so in terms of the league I think it would be silly not to say we're title contenders, but I I love the position we're in because players like Liverpool, um, Man United, Man City, they're they're all got they're all got top quality man or not Man Man United, but they've all got top quality teams and managers and so on. Let them have the limelight. Let them see what happens because if we fall off, I mean, we still look all right. It's not going to be like oh, what's what's happened to Leicester. Leicester are just doing doing our business and do, going about it in in a good way. However. Title contenders, I don't, I don't really want to say. Give 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 you when we're about a month away from the end of the season, I'll give you a, a prediction. But until then, it's one of those things where I don't want to guarantee anything. But I'm very happy to be in the top four for sure. Exactly. Is, is it top four the end this year? Would you take that? Yeah. It's so I I so at the beginning of the season we were looking at. So we've got a few of us within the, within the group of Beyond the 90 and we were talking about what are our ambitions and our ambitions were very low. As in, I think one person predicted 8th, I predicted 10th and one predicted 12th because we were on such a bad run of form. As you guys know, turning it around is a re... The, taking the momentum from positive, from negative to positive is hard. It was a short preseason. We lost Ben Chilwell. We didn't know how these new players were going to click in. But it's all just worked very, very well with the new manager, with, with Brendan Rodgers again. So it, it's gone really well. However, because of that, we're still looking at if we can do well in the Europa League and still get a top six position. It's about, consi- as you guys probably know, it's consistency. If we can be in the Premier we've proven ourselves we're a decent Premier League team. Now, if we can get into the top six, secure Europe, then the talent will want to sign rather than, eh, they've only been in it for a year. We don't know if they're going to fall off again. So... Our hope and our aims. I mean, I'd love to see you go. We're going to win it. We're going to win it. That would, I think, that would just be silly almost. So, a top six would be great with a decent one in the Europa League, and I'm still happy. Yeah, I don't know about you, Wiggy, but um, in terms of who I would like to see win the Premier League out of the contenders, after everything that happened with Project Big Picture, I would love to see. An Everton or a Leicester win it again? Yeah, I totally agree with you. My preference would be Leicester. I've got a bit of a soft spot for Leicester, especially after what happened in 2016 and the roller coaster they took us all on. You know, we obviously we're not Leicester fans, um, but I think the whole country 
was behind Leicester at that point to, to win it. And so I think since then, I've, uh, I've got a real soft spot for them and uh, a real respect and admiration for the manager. I think he's a great manager. I think the club's well run. Um, so, yeah, Leicester for me, if, uh, if any of them can. Um, yeah. So the press conferences were today. Um, I can just break down the Bielsa one for you. Basically, um, our... Eighteen million pound Spanish centre back is uh, was injured after eight minutes um, of his return from injury. So that was a, a pulled hamstring, and he'll be out for another three to four weeks now. Um, I think that was pretty much it for the team news. Uh, there were he only touched upon um, Alioski, so our uh, sometime left back who is in negotiations uh, to extend his contract with the club. Um, and there's also rumours that he may be off to a certain Turkish club, which we hate, um, and that we won't mention. And was there anything else, Wiggy? Can you can you remember from the Bielsa preface? I think that's about it. No, I think that covered it. Um, with uh, no new injury concerns other than what we already knew about. And uh, so, yeah, it was quite a straightforward one. Right. So it, it's looking... Pretty much like Melier, um, and then right back Dallas, uh, centre back Ailing, um, and then and then Cooper, uh, left back probably Alioski, and uh, Phillips, uh, Rafinha on the right wing, Harrison on the left wing, and in the middle it's probably Clicky and Rodrigo, and then up front Bamford. So that's Leeds United. Um, can you can you give us uh, the breakdown of Brendan Rodgers's? Brendan Rodgers press conference. So from what I've seen today, the Jamie Vardy is out injured, so you can imagine is a huge sigh of relief for you guys. Um, yeah, Wolfram and yep. Diddy, our main CDM, um, he was injured for your last game as well. He's out with a minor hamstring injury, so I think he'll be out for another 10 days so he won't be available. Apart Excellent. from that... I think Wes Morgan is out, but I don't. He's not even been making the bench recently. So apart from that, I think we're pretty much everybody's in. After we spoke last time, Adolis, I, I remember that it was it. We had we had a lot of injuries. I'm talking mm. out of the top players. We had maybe I think we had seven of our starting eleven out, and it was it was not it was not a fun time. We did well, but however, we're looking at going again. We, I was predicting a draw because I'm not, I'm really hoping we get a draw because this is this not going to look good. Um, but yeah, so just three main concerns. But I think for the main, uh, so I'll make Wilfred and Diddy, who's our like sweeper CDM, comes in, takes the ball. Apps, we we all love him over in Leicester, and the same with Jamie Vardy. So they're two big players for them. However, with Schmeichel fit and with a decent squad, I think I'm, I'm looking forward to this game still. So it was last time it was Schmeichel, Fuchs, Fofana, Justin. Uh, so he played a 3 4 3 actually. And then Thomas on left, Mendy, Tillmans, Albrighton. And then the uh, front three of Barnes, Vardy, and, and Pratt. Oh, Pratt's injured as well, actually. He's out for three months with a hamstring injury. Forgot okay. about that one. But so, so yeah. He, he caused all sorts of problems for us on the, on the right wing. So what, what's, what's your predicted lineup for this one then? It's, do you know what? I'm thinking that we might go back to that 3 4 3. Of recent, we've been playing a 4 2 3 1, um, and we've been sitting back absorbing pressure. So you'll see Johnny Evans probably, you'll see Cash Michael in goal for, for starters. He's going to be our number one keeper. Um, and then probably Johnny Evans alongside that. 
probably a young French guy called Wesley Fofana. We bought for, I think, about £35 million, but he's looked absolutely class since he's come into the Premier League. On the right and left, you're probably going to see Timothy Castagna. I don't know if he played against you last time. I, I think I don't think you mentioned. I think he was injured. Um, but he's again, he's our replacement for Chilwell. Cost half the price and has got twice the engine. It's insane. Um, James Justin again. I think he's played every single game apart from the game. I think he played every single minute since the beginning of the season, pretty much. Um, barring about 20 minutes. He's been absolutely insane and has been doing all sorts of amazing work. Up front is the issue. Obviously, Vardy's our number one striker. We've got Kelechi and Nacho, who's not really hit form and probably won't play. So you're looking at um, Ayozi Perez with probably a Turkish international called Under and Barnes, who's, again, looking on form. And then probably behind that, as you were saying, Mendy, Tillemans, and probably Madison in that team as well. So... You're looking like a four, like a three, like a four-two-three-one. To be honest, as we've been playing recently, but whoever team we put out, because I think we're unbeaten since 2021, so it will be a typical Leicester to go thing to go and lose against a team um, that, that's not doing well. It's very typical, and we're kind of half expecting that. Um, so we're looking at a four-two-three-one. However, with the whole team is focused around Jamie Vardy. With that other team we don't have that same engine and that same vital pivot point. So um, we all love him around here, but Perez will probably fill in in that position. And if you can bully him off the ball early enough and say, no, mine, he will lose a bit of confidence and he won't want it as much. And that's something that I think if Bielsa's watching, which, hello, if you are, can I work for you? And uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that. I would do. I'd make sure to bully Ozzy Perez and make sure he doesn't get any of the ball and put in some hard tackles in him because he he's he's a player that's again if he loses confidence he he will be a player that will play into your hands. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up because uh, Marcelo is an avid listener and watcher. <laughs> he he he. Firstly, he knows that the pod the Roaring Peacock podcast comes out uh, uh, in your uh, iTunes and, and Spotify players first, and then. What he does know as well is uh, he sets a reminder for the, the for the when the YouTube video comes out. So he does both. He kind of straddles the uh, the two arms of the roaring peacock, um, and um, of course he doesn't. So in that last game, uh, Wiggy, I'll just give you some bit of background as well. So in that last game, the Leeds United lineup was Melier, Ingle, Ailing on the right, Cock uh, was the centre back. Uh, pairing with Cooper and if you remember Cock was the one who uh, who gave them uh, got the assist for the first Leicester goal uh, Dallas was on the left uh, Click sat in front of them as our CDM which was an interesting experiment Costa on the right wing uh, Pablo and Shackleton in the middle Jack Harrison on the left and Bamford so it was very much a makeshift midfield in there so we're back to full strength in that midfield now is the time where we've discussed everything you could possibly need to know to do a match preview prediction. So, Neil, you've been through this before. And, Wiggy, is this your debut on a match preview? No, I did the Brighton one where you jinxed us, if you remember, and I said I was going to give you shit for it. And you absolutely deserve that because you said, and I quote, Brighton have never won in January. I, I don't... I don't I don't think I had any impact. In my defence, Your Honour, it was absolutely 
nothing I, to do with I, me. I, I'm blaming you. That's the end of it. Fine. <laughs> Your fault. <laughs> Fine, I'll take it. So we've gone through the presses. We've gone through the match reviews of the match review of the previous game, and we have uh, our predicted lineup. So you've got everything you need to know to make a match preview prediction. And you've both done it before, but for any new listeners, you get one point for a win, draw, or loss. You get two extra points for predicting the correct scoreline, and you get an extra bonus point for predicting goal scorers. But to stop you from gaming the system and naming all 22 players, uh, you get a minus one point for every incorrect goal scorer, and you can play along in the comments. So with all that, Amanda, Neil, what is your score prediction? for the Leicester versus Leeds game? Um, I'm thinking it's going to be 3-1 to us. I think with um, we are not we are playing okay at home at the moment, but I think with the way that Leeds play and it plays into our hands, I think we'll get a 3-1. Um, I'm seeing Tillemans getting on the score sheet. I would say Barnes. And I'd say, yeah, I'd say two for Barnes, one for, um, one for, one for Tillemans. And I think that... Overall, for you guys, maybe, I don't know, Alioski can get on the score sheet. I'm not too sure who your main... Because it used to be Bamford that you all look out for him. But at the moment, I don't know who's really firing for you guys. But So whoever you... I'll, I'll, I'll put that one as a lucky dip who, to whoever you guys say. And don't say Melier because I know that's not going to happen. <laughs> I think I think at the minute, no one is firing for us. Uh, is the issue. <laughs> that's kind of the problem we've got. Okay, Wiggy, and your um, score prediction, please. I'm hoping with everything we're going to get a draw, so I'm going to go with 2-2. I think Harrison will get one. I think Madison will get one for them, and I'm going to leave it there. Sensible. I see less and less goal scorers predicted as the weeks go by (laughs) by the people who are kind of looking at the... uh, the rules of this because my prediction not for this game but for the league table of match preview predictions is that will both sides the roaring peacock and the op- opponents will end up with minus points <laughs> brilliant <laughs> never so, come uh, to this podcast for tips no um let us know in the comments what your match preview prediction is so now let's uh, get on with that question that neil was trying to ask us what was the question again <laughs> and i so that i so rudely interrupted <laughs> yeah <laughs> the question was what happened to bamford and where where's he gone he's gone right. back to the fucking championship <laughs> mm. uh, oh god i it's, it's definitely worrying and i think the you know the two seasons we did have him in the championship he he went on spells where he didn't score for a while and nothing went his way. And I think it was fantastic when he hit the ground running in the Premier League and got so many on the board and got his confidence uh, where he needed to be. And I think Bamford is a real confidence player. And if uh, if he's not scoring, obviously his confidence drops. And it's a real worry. I think um, he needs to score quickly. Um you know, within the next game or two to, to start to regain some of that confidence and or not. And 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 Bielsa isn't known for changing things. Bielsa is definitely not known for, for changing Manford, but I think there's a question whether you then start to look to change 
things and move Rodrigo up front or bring Roberts in. Uh, I would prefer Rodrigo to go up front, but hopefully he can switch it round and, and nick one uh, either Sunday or, or Wednesday. But would you agree, Donny? Or it's been nine hours since Patrick Bamford has scored from open play. So that's uh, nine hours of football, not nine hours in real life. And um, <laughs> and that that is a worry, to be honest. Um, I wouldn't like to see Rodrigo up front. I think his his stats from from Valencia showed that he he was not um, not firing in that position in general. And I think if you look at a game, something like the Crawley game, for example, I thought he didn't offer very much up front. I also think his shots have been quite wayward. He snaps at them. He also takes tends to take one touch too many. Um, so I prefer somebody like Kimar Roof, but we sold Kimar Roof. Yeah. And now he is smashing in goals for Rangers. You, yeah, could, that, you might argue that he's found his level there. Um, yeah, that that's not hard. No. I was to say, Adonis, you could smash in goals for Rangers as yeah. well. Well, I don't know about that. I'm very slow these days, to be honest with you, Neil. I don't have the legs I used to. I'm, um, I'm confident you still could smash in goals for Rangers. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. Um, what was going to say? But Ro- Tyler Roberts has looked very, very good. Um, to be fair to him, the last time he's last two times he's come on as a sub, and this is from somebody who's been very critical and very harsh of his his form <laughs> this season. <laughs> uh, we were talking about hoping that he went out on loan in January. Um, so for me to turn around my opinion uh, that far um, and even suggest that he, he he potentially deserves a chance to start then I think that shows you how good his performances have been the last two times he's come on as a substitute. I completely agree with Wiggy. I think Bamford is a form player. I think he's completely his confidence has completely gone. He's also not been getting the service. Um, and uh, I think building that new relationship with um, Rodrigo and Rafinha has been, has been difficult with us moving forward. Um, but on the other hand, Rodrigo and Rafinha are working very well together and they're looking like that chemistry is really starting to to click and they're looking like they almost know where each other is before uh, looking. So I don't think you can change it. Um, I think you might you might change Bamford. But uh, to answer your question uh, in a very long way, <laughs> again, again <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's uh, maybe he's um, been having too much sex or or playing too much violin or something. All his chi is gone. Maybe he's spending too much time on a different podcast and he should concentrate on scoring goals. You know what? Ever since the Leeds United have started the official Leeds United podcast with Bamford as their what? guest every week, um, he's gone to shit, hasn't he? So he, he has. He needs to knock it on the head. And start practicing scoring goals. That's all we want. That's what you paid for. Yes, I agree. And and leave the podcast up to the fans. Yes, to the professionals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Uh, hope hopefully he'll turn it round very soon. Um, 
I, I, and I think with Roberts, I, I'm a fan of Roberts. I, I have been. I've questioned whether he's good enough for the Premier League, um, mm. but undoubtedly the last you know a couple of games, you're right. He's he's come on. He's he's been really good, and probably in them two games, the one player you look at and comes out of it with something, and you think, yeah, mm. he, he, he's take he's turned a corner. Um, mm. So fingers crossed. Yeah, him and Rafinha and Melier, of course. Okay, so we're running out of time now because people's attention spans are uh, shortening ever quicker due to uh, 2021 and the influx of information. So with all that in mind, can I have your final thoughts, please, gentlemen? And we'll start off with uh, you, Wiggy. Uh, I think it's going to be a really tough one on Sunday. I, uh, mm. I'm hoping for a draw, and if we get a point out of it, I'll be absolutely ecstatic. Same here. Um, uh, Neil? Um, I'm hoping for a win, but with Leicester, anything's possible from losing 5-0 to winning 5-0. It's a complete roll of the dice at the moment. But yeah, just thanks for having me on. And um, I'm hoping that we can get the win for this one. So yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, thank you, Neil. And if you'd like to, uh, if you're a Leicester fan and you have not heard of Neil's uh, podcast or YouTube channel before, you can follow them at Beyond the 90. Is that correct? Yep, Beyond the 90 LCFC, but it's Beyond the 90 works as well. Excellent. And uh, if you are new to us, hit the subscribe button if you're on YouTube or uh, in your podcast player. We'll be back very shortly with a match review. Um, hopefully not another angry one or another sad one. Um, that would be nice, wouldn't it, Wiggy? Um, so um, thank you very much. for be fantastic, yes. Um, so thank you very much for joining us. It's a very goodbye from me. Um, I am Adonis, and you can catch me at The Adelites on Twitter. And it's a very goodbye from Wiggy. Goodbye. Have a good one. And it's a very goodbye from Neil. See you later. Come on, Leeds! Come on! Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. You should probably give them a follow as they're more interesting than us. A very special thanks to Adam Warner, Barney Stewart, Cookie Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, the Light Show and all our family and friends. So many games.